You're listening to You've Got This, episode 301. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I'm going to talk about my recent library book ordering binge because it's so fun to do. And I would imagine that some of you haven't really binge ordered books from the library since like your dissertation days, or if you were working on, you know, a book project or something where you had to order a bunch of different books for your research at the same time. And what I want to describe in terms of this library book ordering binge is that this is more about books that I'm interested in that are not necessarily for academic writing, but just things that I've kind of collected over time that I've wanted to take a look at. So uh, where I draw this list of books from is actually my Amazon wish list, because when I read a really good review for a book or when I hear about a book that I know is going to be, you know, really interesting, I'll often add it to my Amazon wish list and see if I can get it on sale. But after a while, these books kind of add up and they don't always go on sale. And so I want to just kind of clear the list and see if I if I maybe just read the book. I don't want to buy it. Like I just want to read it. And then um, maybe other books I read and I know that I definitely want to copy from my personal library. So recently I added like 50 books to my library book order. And it's basically just so I can preview a bunch of stuff. Some of it I go through really quickly um, and I actually will read the whole thing. Other things I just kind of look at the table of contents and see, you know, do I want to do a deeper dive or not? But I thought I would share 20 of the books that I recently ordered um, just to give you a sense of what this kind of looks like. And I'll also say it's helpful if you are going on a library book ordering binge to have a place to put all of these physical books. So I ended up uh, purchasing a book cart, which I will also uh, link to in the show notes. And this is just a, a relatively inexpensive book cart that I got from Ikea. And um, it, it's a place where I can store my library books. It's on wheels, so I can kind of move it around my living room, hide it behind a chair, whatever I need to do to kind of get these books out of the way. But some of the themes that I was really focused on for this particular book ordering binge from my local library were themes around mindful leadership, some books on career, and that's both for me, but also for my coaching clients, because I'm doing a lot of career coaching right now with my different clients, some books on resilience and recovery, um, some books on uh, kind of a range of different topics, but from a particular book um, kind of series that I really enjoy, and then some books on leading change. Then the other category I went ahead and added on here was what I call wildcard books. And these are just kind of like random books that came across, you know, my radar that I thought would be kind of interesting to check out. So under mindful leadership, I picked up a few books. One of them is called The Mindful Day by Lori Cameron. It might surprise you to know there's also a mindful leadership for dummies, which when I came across that one, I was like, well, I just have to pick this up and see what this is about. So um, that one is by Juliet Adams. I found a book called Mindful Work, How Meditation is Changing Business from the Inside Out by David Gellies. And then The Organized Mind, Thinking Straight in the Age of Information Overload by uh, Daniel Levitin. So these are kind of all falling in with this theme of How can we have mindfulness in professional environments? And also, what does it mean to do mindfulness as a leader, which I'm always kind of interested in reading more about. 
Now, some of the career books that I recently ordered were, one is called The Third Door, The Wild Quest to Uncover How the World's Most Successful People Launched Their Careers. And this is by Alex Banian. This is a book that I've heard about actually in a few different places. And basically the premise is when you're trying to get in to like a club, there's like the front door um, that is where like the uh, important people can get in. There's the back door. But then he also says there's like a kitchen door and he calls this the third door. And, and it's a way for you to kind of like find a, a different pathway or a unique pathway within a career. So I picked that one up. I also picked up a book called Rebel Talent, Why It Pays to Break the Rules at Work and in Life by Francesca Gino. I actually saw uh, Francesca Gino give a keynote that I thought was really interesting. And when I heard she had a book, I went ahead and added that to my list as well. And then also in that kind of career theme, I picked up Working Identity, Unconventional Strategies for Reinventing Your Career by Herminia Ibarra. Now, if you're already thinking like, ooh, some of these sound interesting, I am going to link to all of these books in the show notes. So you can always check them out there. I'm going to link to the Goodreads uh, reviews so you can check out, you know, what people have said about these books if you want to do a little bit of a deeper dive. The third theme um, I chose was kind of resilience and recovery. And I picked up a book called Resident Leadership by Richard Bayatzis. And this is really about how you kind of do renewal and resilience um, from a leadership perspective, both with you, your staff, your organization. I also picked up Anne-Marie Slaughter's Renewal from Crisis to Transformation in Our Lives, Work, and Politics, and a book called Nimble, Make Yourself and Your Company Resilient in the Age of Constant Change by Baba Prasad. So really like looking at these kinds of themes from a few different angles, different authors' perspectives, different you know, business perspectives. And so it's helpful for me to pick up more than one book in a particular area, just so I can kind of see what different people are saying. Now, I also ordered a bunch of a series that I really enjoy, and this is the Harvard Business Review 10 Must Reads. And they basically compile 10 essays on a topic that they think are kind of must reads in a particular area. So I picked up probably seven or eight of these because they're relatively expensive and they rarely go on sale. And so I like that the library you know, often gets the most recent ones. So I picked up one on leading digital transformation. I picked up one on working with boards and then also one on building organizational resilience. Um, and there's a few others, but just to give you a sense of those kinds of topics that are in that series, I always find it really interesting to get different perspectives in those edited collections. The next category was books on leading change. And I am doing a lot of change leadership at my institution. And I'm always interested in, you know, how we can lead change in ways that it doesn't feel completely overwhelming. So um, I picked up a couple of books um, on this topic, Building the Bridge as You Walk on It, A Guide for Leading Change by Robert Quinn. I also picked up Redesigning Work, How to Transform Your Organization and Make Hybrid Work for Everyone by Linda Gratton. And then also I picked up the Digital Transformation Playbook um, by David Rogers, because digital transformation is kind of a theme that I'm seeing across a number of areas of different institutions with a lot of the leaders that I'm working with, and of course in my own position as well, and really wanted to kind of see you know, what I might be able to learn about that concept in a general way, um, because it's really more about digital broadly across an organization. And then I have this category that I'm just calling kind of like wildcard books. And these are the books that I'm just like intrigued by. Like I, I saw them somewhere and I, I wanted to pick them up. So 
The first one is an older book that I, I was having a hard time finding called The Skies Belong to Us, Love and Terror in the Golden Age of Hijacking by Brendan Corner. And this is kind of a, I would say almost like a true crime where it talks about um, kind of pre-security measures. You know, there were a lot of hijackings of airplanes. And um, I'm just really interested in this concept. Like when I heard of this book, I just thought it sounded fascinating. So I went ahead and picked that up. Also picked up a book um, called Barking to the Choir by Gregory Boyle. And this is about a man who is, I think, like a, a pastor or a minister. And he works in gang recovery in Los Angeles and has actually written several books about working with people who are coming out of um, being in a, a lifestyle related to gangs and violence. And again, I just I found this topic kind of interesting. And so I decided to pick that up. Also wanted to pick up the latest by John Acuff, who's an author that I, I really enjoy. He's written books about quitting and finishing. He has a most recent book called Soundtracks, The Surprising Solution to Overthinking. This is one of those books that I thought might go on sale, you know, relatively quickly, and it just has not. And so I decided to go ahead and order that from the library as well. And then the last book that I, I threw into this category is a book called Subtract, The Untapped Science of Less by Leedy Klotz. I am always really interested in how people talk about minimalism or um, subtraction or uh, uncluttering, decluttering, all those kinds of things, whether it's you know physical, mental, or otherwise. And this book kind of fell into that category for me. Now, these are just 20 of the you know 50-ish books that I ordered from the library, but they all kind of fall into these common themes. And I find it so fun to be able to just kind of look at these books, see what is kind of most interesting. What do I want to add into, you know, my own to read pile? What are the books that I want to keep on my list? Because I just know I want to have my own personal copy. What are the things that I take a look at? And I'm like, well, I think I can remove this. I've gotten what I need, you know, from this particular book. But I highly recommend going on a library book ordering binge. And I would also say for those of you who are thinking, you know, oh, you're ordering all these books and you're taking them away from other people who could order them. These are books that are not in high demand, I would say, at a local public library. You know, a lot of these nonfiction books are older or they're things that I've been kind of collecting over time. And as soon as they are up, you know, in terms of not having renewals left or whatever, I certainly return them, you know, for the next person. But many of these books get automatically renewed for up to like uh multiple weeks or months just because no one else is interested in them right now. So it's also gives me plenty of time to kind of look through the books and see what I find really interesting and, and what I want to spend a little more time with. So if you go on a library book ordering binge, I would love to hear more about this. You can always email me at hello at drkatylinder.com. I always love to hear what you're reading and whether or not these kinds of tips can be helpful for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. You can access show notes and transcripts for each episode at drkatylinder.com slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show through Apple Podcasts.